Good evening, it's the Snake River Lib. Here we are in the midst of the uh, counting the votes for the New Hampshire primary. Um, no surprise on the Republican uh, uh, side of the column, of course. It's all Donald Trump. Uh, not, yeah, no surprise there. On the other side, of course, actually there are some very big surprises, just as an update to, to document in the Snake River Lib for historical uh, sake. Um, let's see, Bernie Sanders is in the lead, but his, his lead is narrowing, um, was up, up at 30% of the total vote now down to 26%, uh, with, uh, Pete Buttigieg behind him and in third place is Amy Klobuchar. This is, I think Amy Klobuchar is somewhat, uh, the surprise of the evening, uh, we'll see uh, in the long run what happens. Uh, the big disappointment um, is, of course, uh, uh, Focahontas, uh, Senator Warren, and Vice President Biden is projecting now to be in fifth place. He's not even in the state. He's left. He's gone. Um, and so... So we're going to see what happens uh, as far as long-term. We have to consider some things as far as what's going on. Andrew Yang has announced that he's going to be dropping out of the race, as is Michael Bennett. Yang, uh, I knew, was still in. Bennett, uh, I did not know, was still in. Uh, not that he matters too much. Um, Senator from Colorado. So that's, uh, that's how the... Um, night is going so far uh, we'll check it again here towards the end of the broadcast see how that looks so uh, i'm going to talk right now about a couple things that have been mentioned you know i've brought up the fact of the, the socialism uh that bernie has mentioned and one thing that he never mentions of course is the you know he wants to be socialist like denmark uh, I've said it a number of times, not like Venezuela. Well, actually, you know, if you go back 15 years, he wanted to be socialist like Venezuela. He loved uh, what Chavez was doing down in Venezuela, you know, taking over the industry, the oil industry there, making the oil industry work for the people, the peoples, right? Um, the problem is when you kick out the uh, the experts and you have the military run the oil industry, uh, don't know what they're doing, uh, you end up not producing oil, which, yes, Venezuela is still squeaking out some oil, but not nearly the capacity that they have uh, reserves capable of doing, which is why their economy is in the toilet. Um, well, that and, and the production side, you know, Bernie uh, was, uh, Senator Sanders was asked uh, also a question about how he favored wage caps. And this is a big issue, you know, back in, uh, in 2000, the election 2000, when, uh, old, uh, Ralph Nader was running for the green party. He, he favored a 100% income tax rate on anybody earning over $70,000 a year. Um, at the time I was earning quite a bit more of that as more than that as an air traffic controller. And I found it interesting that, that, uh, why anybody would think that once you reach that level of income where everything that you're going to earn above that is taxed at 100%, why anybody's going to continue to work at that point? Um, I mean, this is classic uh, 
exactly what Ayn Rand described in Atlas Shrugged, that when you when you put so many yokes on a person, so many ropes around their neck uh, for production to get them to produce, at some point they're going to decide, you know what, I'm going to be needy just like the rest of them, and they're going to stop. Uh, so Bernie was asked about uh, a paper he'd written back in the 70s about that, and and uh, and of course he pointed out that, that that was a long time ago, but he never actually disavowed it, which is very important to understand. They don't disavow that. They like that idea. They They don't want to necessarily cap the wage. They don't want to say everybody is, nobody's going to earn above a certain amount. But they want to do it with their tax rates. And and so make no mistake, he may not want to actually say nobody in this country can earn more than $80,000 a year. But he's going to want to put an oppressive tax rate on somebody uh, that earns above a certain level. Of course, you know, now he no longer harps on millionaires. Uh, like he used to. Millionaires, uh, I guess him joining the millionaire class uh, makes it so that he might appear hypocritical if he's saying, well, millionaires and billionaires need to pay their fair share when he's not. And so, so now it's just billionaires. Uh, here's the truth of the matter. The top 1% uh, in this country um, earn about 10% of the income, but they pay 30% of the income tax. Yeah, they, they, pay, they pay more than their fair share. By the way, in Denmark, uh, Bernie's beloved Denmark, that doesn't happen. They do not have the progressive tax system that we have here. Uh, their income tax system is much more across the board. If you earn an income, pretty much you're going to be paying 40% of your income into taxes. In exchange for that, you don't have to pay for health care, and you don't have to pay for college tuition. They do have VAT tax, so the more stuff that you buy, the value-added tax. Uh, the more stuff you buy, it's like a sales tax uh, put on at the end point. The more stuff that you buy, uh, the more you're taxed that way. And I'm not necessarily opposed to a national sales tax. Uh, I am a proponent here of what is called the fair tax. You can look it up at fairtax.org to uh, find out more information about it. But it's conditional upon a, a getting rid of the 16th Amendment the income tax amendment. You can't have introduce a national sales tax while you still have an income tax viable. Even if you say we're getting rid of the income tax, if you don't get rid of the amendment, uh, then I'm not supporting a national sales tax. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, um, you know, Biden, as I mentioned earlier, in the election, he's crashing and burning. Even if he may not technically be out of the race, he is essentially out of the race. Let's see right now. He's right at about 8.55% of the vote in New Hampshire, um, fifth place. 
he may uh, he may end up uh, going along for a little while. But here's the thing: he was mortally wounded by Adam Schiff, the intelligence chair for the House uh, House Intelligence Committee. When he introduced uh, his impeachment over this uh, um, phony whistleblower, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were going to be naturally dragged in. Oh, across the board, looks like Steyer uh, says he's uh, ending his, his bid. That's too bad. Um, just as a reminder, Tom Steyer earned his money uh, in coal, earned billions in coal, spending millions to uh, make himself out as some sort of a climate change warrior. Um, he, by the way, which takes my thunder because I was going to point out that he was advocating for a $22 an hour minimum wage because losing millions of jobs with a $15 an hour minimum wage isn't enough. Uh, he wanted to up the ante and lose and keep even more of the unskilled labor out of the workforce uh, by doing $22 an hour. But since he's out, I guess that really doesn't matter. Um, so things are really actually uh, starting to uh, pick up some steam now. We're getting serious um, on that. But back to uh, back to Vice President Biden. Um, you had to know because the dirt was out there and maybe that was the whole point of the impeachment was to get Biden out of the race but the DNC you know they don't want they don't want um, Sanders they don't want Sanders and yet the progressive wing of the Democratic Party in the House, the squad, you know, uh, the bug-eyed AOC and 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 her uh, uh, her uh, terrorist squad, um, and I, by terrorist I don't mean terrorist because uh, two of them are Muslim. I mean terrorist because of of what they're doing to their party in the House of Representatives. It's almost comical to watch. Um, Nancy Pelosi, who did not want to go to impeachment because she knew what would happen and what, in fact, did happen. Um, um, perhaps it, perhaps they wanted to take Biden out. Perhaps they saw Biden as the only threat to Sanders. Well, the DNC doesn't want Sanders, and so now they're going to be looking, I think all of them are going to be looking to Bloomberg, who's got a big problem. His ads talk about all the work that he did in New York. You know, he's got Obama talking about the great success Bloomberg had in New York. Well, guess what? That success was due in a large part, whether you like it or not, to the police policies that the left hates. I don't want to argue those policing policies here, right or wrong. I mean, Trump, of course, supported them because of reduced crime, but at what cost, right? 
Again, that's not my point to argue. My point is, Bloomberg was successful as a mayor in New York, and he's building on that success. He's touting that success, largely because of the very policies that he is now rejecting. He's got President Obama in his ads, or the voiceover in his ads from when Obama is saying what a good mayor he was and all the great stuff he did. All that stuff that Bloomberg did is stuff of fascism. And I want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, they talk about Donald Trump being Hitler and such. But, you know, Donald Trump can't hold a, hold a candle to Bloomberg. Remember, um, uh, was it Eric Gardner was the, the, the kid that was killed over selling some uh, illegal cigarettes without the tax on him. Any, any thought on where those taxes came from? Oh. How about the ban on, on, on large sodas in New York? Remember that? Any thought on where that came from? Yeah. And Bloomberg, along with his buddy Spooky Guy, as Glenn Beck calls him, I like it when he calls him that, uh, George Soros, you know, is funding all these uh, uh, anti-gun groups. You know, they, they, they call for gun, common sense gun, gun laws, but it always starts with a national registry. Closed loopholes, they say, which don't exist. You know, an individual should be able to sell to another individual particularly if it's a family, you know, as long as you're not doing it for business. I mean, if you're out there buying guns with the intention of selling them, then you need to have a, a, a license because that's the, that's how we live. Now, if you're only doing it within the state, that's a whole different issue. Uh, we, you know, the constitutionality of, of if, if you're, many, you know, maybe you're a gunsmith and you're making guns and selling them. And if you're doing that within state, is that is that uh, are those subject to federal gun laws? Well, pretty much, yeah. They shouldn't be, but yeah, they are. But if you have a firearm that a friend of yours or a family member wants, or you want, perhaps you want to give. Uh, a firearm, father to son, or mother to son, or whatever. And they're within, have legally able to own a firearm. Why should there have to be forms filled out to do that? There shouldn't. Michael Bloomberg wants to stop that. I mean, frankly, Michael Bloomberg wants to get rid of all the guns that are not in the hands of his jackbooted thugs. And that's the truth. And he spent a lot of money. He spent a lot of money on this campaign. I don't know how much it costs to buy votes, but he's going to try. I don't know how he corrals the leftists to support him. Um, 
against Trump. I don't know that that's possible. So in the meantime, we move on, right? It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. It's a wonderful day as we see Bernie Sanders now is right still hold on that 26%. Amy Klobuchar in third at 18, almost 19%. Um, was, we're still only about half of the precincts have reported as yet. 48% of them have reported. Oh, now they're saying that Steyer's not dropping out. That's kind of funny. Um, he's only the worst tire. He's only at 3.5. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you, let me tell you about the uh, Democratic primary. You want an honest candidate? It's Tulsi Gabbard. You know, Sean Hannity did not do her very well. Always asking about legalizing drugs. Hey, oh, that's what they always do, Right. You know, that's the same with, with whenever libertarians come on. As they go, they go, oh, you know, you just want to legalize drugs. Well, that has nothing to do with it. What I want to do is just leave me alone. And, and Tulsi Gabbard, she's saying, how many people have to die? By the way, the, the, the special forces, you know, last night Trump was at a, uh, had a big rally up in New Hampshire um, they're predicting that Trump had more people at that rally than Joe Biden will have vote for him in the primary. Likely the case. Immediately after the rally, Trump flew not to D. Well, he flew to D.C., but then he flew over to uh, Dover Air Force Base as the bodies of the the two uh, uh, soldiers that were killed in the firefight in Afghanistan were returned home. President Trump does a lot of things that are not necessarily noticed. That he doesn't do a lot of fanfare over. Um, why are we still there? They were killed by people that, if they weren't Afghan soldiers, they were dressed as Afghan soldiers, supposedly our allies. Why are we still in Afghanistan? Why are we still in Iraq? They don't want us there. They've, the parliament has voted to say they don't want us there. Why are we there? Why? Why are we there? What, what, is, what is the mission in Afghanistan? When we can't trust our allies, what is the mission in Iraq where we have no allies, where where our embassy is attacked either by Iran indirect, well, by Iran indirectly through Iraqi militia? I mean, you know, Trump likes to say it wasn't his Benghazi, but in reality, I mean, I mean, he didn't handle it like Benghazi, but. Really, I mean, guess what? An embassy is supposed to be supposed to be an extension of, of of the government. So the United States, that's United States soil. Attacking the embassy is an attack on the United States. And yet, thankfully, he didn't respond. It's time to get out.
Anyway, so just as a reminder, Tom Steyer, who has changed his mind and is not leaving uh, the race, wants a $22 an hour minimum wage. Remember, instead of saying that taxation is, is theft when it's taken from somebody to give to somebody else, let me just say this. The minimum wage is always zero. It doesn't matter what the government sets it at. It's always zero. Because that's what somebody's going to end up working or earning when wages go up and the wage is higher than the production capability of the person receiving it. It's the Snake River Lib. Have a great night and enjoy it because here we are. We're, uh, 2020 is now underway for sure for the elections. Good night.